You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 11. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there, my name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. In this episode of Voice Acting Mastery, I want to talk to you about microphones. There is no other piece of technology whose image is used more often to represent the voice actor or voiceover artist than a microphone. You see them on voice actors' websites, on their demos, and in their marketing material. And with good reason. The microphone is the interface between a voice actor's performance and the audience's ability to hear and appreciate that performance. Ironically, voice actors in the past didn't need to know anything about microphones. For most of the history of voiceover, having knowledge of microphones, their technology, and their usage was the responsibility of the recording engineer. All the voice actor had to do was perform into the microphone, and the technical people would take care of the rest. However, with the advent of the Internet, all that has changed. Now, voice actors are expected to have their own recording equipment at home. They need to know how to record, edit, and master their performances to professional standards for those who are looking to hire them for jobs. It's a good idea, therefore, to have a basic understanding of microphones and how they work, since you'll be spending a lot of time using them. Not only will it help you with your own recordings at home, but engineers at professional studios will appreciate your technical savvy as well. So let's spend this episode getting familiar with some microphone basics. And now, the feature segment. So what is a microphone? A microphone is a device that converts physical sound waves into electronic impulses. When you speak, sound waves travel through the air between you and the microphone. The microphone has a thin membrane called a diaphragm inside of it that is moved by those sound waves. The diaphragm translates tiny differences in air pressure into differences in electrical current. That electrical current is then recorded, nowadays by converting it from electrical impulses into digital information. So there's actually two conversions going on. The first is from physical sound wave to electrical impulse, and the second is from electrical impulse into digital information. In this episode, I'm going to focus primarily on that first conversion, the one that happens inside the microphone. There are different technologies for trying to convert sound waves into electrical impulses, and many have been used to make microphones. There are carbon-based microphones, like the ones you find in older landline telephone handsets and intercoms. There are ribbon microphones that use a tiny strip of wire ribbon that reacts to sound. There are dynamic microphones that have diaphragms linked to magnets that generate an electrical impulse. And there are condenser microphones that suspend a diaphragm in an electrical field to capture sound waves. For the purposes of voice acting, the last two types are the most common types of microphone technologies, dynamic microphones and condenser microphones. Dynamic microphones are also sometimes known as rock and roll microphones. They're the kind of microphone you're probably used to seeing when a band plays a live concert. More often than not, they look like a stick with a ball on the end. You'll often see vocalists holding them in one hand as they sing into them. A classic dynamic microphone is the Shure SM58. A dynamic microphone works by using a diaphragm attached to a magnet. 
As sound waves move the diaphragm, the magnet inside the microphone moves back and forth inside a coil of wire, creating a very low-level electrical impulse that can be amplified and then recorded. One advantage of a dynamic microphone is that it's very rugged and durable. You can literally hammer a nail in with a Shure SM58 dynamic mic and not hurt the sound of it. I, of course, don't recommend actually doing this. Another advantage of dynamic mics is that they don't pick up a lot of room noise. It takes a strong sound wave to move that diaphragm and magnet assembly, so random echoes and off-microphone noises are generally ignored by a dynamic microphone. However, this is also the Achilles' heel of dynamic mics. They're not as sensitive to nuances in performance. Because the diaphragm in a dynamic mic requires louder sound waves to move, and because the magnet being moved produces such a low-level signal, the sound coming out of a dynamic mic usually sounds less crisp and clear when compared to a condenser microphone. The signal from a dynamic microphone is also usually lower than one from a condenser, and so it requires more amplification in order to be recorded. If that signal is not amplified correctly, it can introduce hiss and distortion. Because of all these factors, dynamic microphones usually tend to sound noisier and less accurate than condenser microphones. A solution to these noise problems is condenser microphone technology. Condenser mics come in both small diaphragm and large diaphragm versions. The large diaphragm ones are used extensively in voiceover and are usually much bigger in size than dynamic mics. You often see large diaphragm condensers used in recording studios suspended from what looks like a spider's web of elastic bands. The mics are usually shaped like large cylinders with a mesh metal grill on one end. Vocalists tend to perform into the side of a condenser microphone. A classic large diaphragm condenser microphone that's used for recording vocals is the ubiquitous Neumann U87. The diaphragm in a condenser microphone is not linked to a magnet. Instead, the diaphragm is suspended in relation to a charged metal electrical plate. The charge for this plate is provided by an electrical current called phantom power, which is supplied by almost all modern recording interfaces and mixing boards via the microphone's cable. When sound waves hit the diaphragm, its distance in relation to the plate changes, producing variations in the electrical charge between them. These differences in electrical signal can be very nuanced and delicate, allowing the condenser microphone to record tiny variations in sound. So the advantage of condenser microphones is that they are incredibly sensitive and far more accurate in their recording of sound than most dynamic mics. They also produce a greater electrical current, so they're effectively louder than most dynamic mics, making them easier to record with less noise. However, the incredible sensitivity of condensers also means that they capture every noise and flaw in a recording environment. You need good soundproofing and acoustical treatment in order to avoid picking up unwanted noise with a condenser microphone. Also, because the diaphragm is suspended, condenser mics are much more fragile and cannot withstand strong physical jolts. So, dynamic microphones are tough, reliable, and good at rejecting unwanted noises. But they're less accurate, potentially noisier, and need more amplification than condensers. Condensers are more accurate, louder, and generally sound better than dynamic microphones, but require a more pristine recording environment and need to be handled with care in order to avoid damage. So, which is better for you as a voice actor? Well, the answer is... it depends. In the toolbox section of the Voice Acting Mastery website, you'll find a list of microphones I recommend depending on your experience level and budget. 
For those of you who are just starting out and don't have as much to invest in a microphone at the moment, you'll see that I recommend some USB microphones. A USB microphone combines standard microphone technology with an analog-to-digital converter. This converter translates the electrical impulses created by the microphone into digital information that your computer can store on its hard drive. Most USB microphones are condensers, because it's easier to design a clean-sounding microphone with low noise around condenser microphone technology. All the USB microphones that I recommend are large diaphragm side-address condenser mics that have their analog-to-digital converter built into the housing of the microphone. By contrast, all the industry-standard microphones I recommend are condenser microphones that need a separate analog-to-digital converter in order to record their electrical impulses into your computer. If you've reached an intermediate to professional level of skill and are ready to invest in industry-standard equipment, these are the microphones for you. All the condenser microphones in the toolbox are wonderful to use in a home recording environment where you can control your acoustic surroundings. When I'm traveling, however, I tend to use a dynamic microphone with an external USB interface. This helps reduce any room noise when I'm recording in less-than-ideal conditions. My travel mic recommendations are also in the toolbox section of voiceactingmastery.com. Please feel free to check them out. It's good to know how each mic technology works so you can use the right tool for the job at hand. Recording at home in ideal conditions and want to sound as good as possible? A condenser is your best bet. Traveling on the road and want something durable that rejects noise? A dynamic microphone might be perfect. In the next episode, I'll discuss another important aspect of microphones, their directionality or pickup pattern. Does the microphone pick up sound in one direction more than in another? Or does it accept sounds from all directions equally? Which is best for voice acting? I'll address all those issues and more next time. See you then. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>